This reminds me of my first experience in radio was back in the early 80s. People with disability and mental health. There's always controversy with us. The mysteries of the mind and consciousness. And we might get to the bottom of something or we might start something new. We're going to run the gamut and we're going to have a good time. Waking Braves. No, not Waking Braves. We're Breaking Waves. Breaking Waves? Breaking Waves. Breaking Waves. What's up, everyone? You're listening to Breaking Waves here on Eastside FM with Alex Healy and my new co-host, Juliet Wilson. Hello. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited. No, thank you for joining the team. I am so excited. This is going to be so much fun. Well, I'm so excited to be hosting the show with my best friend. This is Friendship Goals. Oh, it is. We beat everyone. <laughs> I'm, I have to say it. This is epic goals. We have. We have. Now, please introduce yourself. Give everyone a little taste of Jules. A little bit of an elevator pitch, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, Hi, my name is Juliet, but I go by Jules. Um, I'm extroverted. I'm very loud and I think I'm pretty fun. Um, But I'm I'm a marketing girly and I've just finished my marketing degree and I work in marketing. So I love business and marketing and I love public speaking, which kind of fits in well today. Um, I love social media. Alex will tell you I'm a major social media fanatic and everything like that. You are. You've kind of blown up a few times on TikTok, haven't you? I guess so, but I kind of just do it for fun, to be honest. It's just such a fun thing to do. You know what I mean? Like it's just like it's it's a hobby, and it's just so much fun to just post whatever you want, and it's a cool Mm. way to express your creativity. I think. God, imagine getting thousands and thousands of followers just for doing something that you like. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I I think it's a lot of fun. I love it. Mm. You know what? I also love how we met today. Oh yeah, you've officially finished your bachelor of marketing. We met. Very first right at the per- beginning. Exactly. At early entry interviews. Yeah. You were the first person I met at college and now we're finished three now years later. I know. Graduation's in November. So exciting. Now, what attracted you to coming on radio? Great question. Um, I have a major passion for content creation. I actually really like public speaking. I know that's kind of a controversial thing. A lot of people are really afraid of public speaking. I, I enjoy it, even though I, I think everyone still gets nervous. Um, and I really want to get into kind of public speaking. I want to give a TED Talk. I know that's really ambitious. Wow. Um, what would the TED Talk be on? Do you know yet? Um, I don't know yet, but I will get back <laughs> to you in a couple of business days. <laughs> <laughs> but I really I really enjoy public speaking and I kind of want to get better at it. I've been on a podcast before and that was so much fun. And it wasn't something I knew that I would really enjoy, but it was a lot mm-hmm. of fun. And I think it's important to kind of share your voice and share topics that we're going to get into today, like mental health. Exactly. On a platform. Well, tonight we're diving into mental health struggles from dispelling stigma around Tourette's syndrome to differentiating anxiety disorder from just feeling stressed. We'll also talk about the drama at Nerea Cafe where a customer left a horrible review because the brister had Tourette's. That fired me up. But then, I bet it did. It fired me up too. But the reaction from, from the public just just made me so happy everyone coming together so we'll get into that a bit later there is so much more so stick around and here is our first song mr percocet by noah cyrus and beware this is an explicit warning you are overly sensitive so
Don't you find that the word anxiety is so thrown around today? Absolutely. And a lot of people use the word anxiety as an adjective when it's actually a pretty debilitating disorder for some Mm. people who are diagnosed with it. Oh, yeah. And to differentiate anxiety disorder from stress or nerves, look, it's normal to feel anxious about moving to a new place, starting a new job or taking a test. So normal. This type of anxiety is unpleasant, but it may motivate you. Sorry, I didn't like how I said this type of anxiety, this type of stress. Because it's not actually anxiety. Sorry, I should. Look, this type of stress is unpleasant, but it may motivate you to work harder or do better at your job, don't you find? Absolutely, yeah. Well, there for a reason. Exactly. Well, ordinarily, anxiety is a feeling that comes and goes, like stress, anxiety, nerves, but doesn't interfere with your everyday life. In the case of an anxiety disorder, though, the feeling of fear often lingers even when the stress is gone. And there will sometimes be no explanation for when you're feeling anxious, which can be the scariest part. Mm, when the stressor is there for a regular person, sorry, not a regular person, for a person <laughs> who doesn't have anxiety disorder, it goes as soon it as the stressor yeah. leaves. But when the stressor is not there and you're still stressing and you don't know why, it can you know, typically be an anxiety disorder. Exactly. Yeah. But we're not doctors here. No, but absolutely not. <laughs> but we both have anxiety. But we, you have panic attacks. I and do. I don't have panic attacks. So why aren't yours as bad anymore? Because I remember, what, a year or so ago, they were not too good. Yeah. Why I think, aren't they? Yeah, I think, well, I didn't even know that they were panic attacks, which was I think was the weirdest part. I kind of just was like, oh, there's something wrong with me. I thought it was like... Health scare. I kind of. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I left work early. I was like, "What the heck is going on right now?" There's you felt something... like you were dying. Like you had to go to the hospital. Yeah, I thought it was a heart attack. I was very dramatic, yeah. <laughs> but I ended up talking to a therapist, and it turns out I had generalized panic and generalized anxiety, wow. which is comes when you have regular panic attacks mm. over very small things. And it was able to become manageable because I did cognitive behavioral therapy, and I got skills, and I was able to learn about things like safety behaviors mm. and things that I thought were normal, but were actually kind of part of that kind of panic, Mm. generalized panic and panic attacks. What are safety behaviors? So safety behaviors, I learned about this in therapy and I thought I was like, this kind of blew my mind and was a pretty big reason as to how I learned to manage my panic attacks. They're basically like everyday things or normal things that you kind of, they seem harmless, but Mm. then you realize they're actually contributing to your fear and making your panic attacks worse. Mm. So for example... My most recent panic attack happened when I was driving, right? So afterwards, oh, gosh. and I was like, I need to pull over, like I'm going to die. It was oh like, very dramatic. And afterwards, I avoided driving for a couple of weeks because I what? was like, I just stopped. I didn't want to drive anywhere because I was scared. I was like, if I drive again, I'm going to panic. I'm going to crash the car. I'm going to lose control. Mm. And on, like taking a break from driving on its own, that's fine. You, but if, it was mm. because of the reason. The reason why I was driving was because I had this belief that if I got in the car again, I was going to crash and lose control and have a panic attack. So it became like an avoidance behavior because it was like the reason why I was taking a break from driving was actually fueling my panic attacks because it was like I had this belief. Mm-hmm. So a safety behavior is basically something that you would do not be- not on its own. It's not a harmful thing, but if it's the reasoning why you're doing it. So for example, like taking a break mm-hmm. from driving, maybe something else that I would do is bring water with me everywhere. Bringing water with mm. you everywhere is very normal, yeah. but I would bring it because I didn't want to choke and I didn't want to have a panic attack and choke. It was the oh. reason. Wait, so how did you get back into driving? What did you tell yourself? Like, why? How? I only went back to driving when I saw my therapist and I was like, um, wow. I can't, I don't want to drive anymore. Um, but I, it because she taught me these things about challenging 
challenging your thoughts, challenging those behaviors and being like, okay, while I'm driving, if I hear, if I feel those feelings again about like those panic sort of symptoms, mm. I've felt this before. I know what this is. This is a panic attack coming, but I know I'm going to be okay. And it's kind of like, like those that. challenging thoughts that can actually be very helpful because mm. even though they can be very scary and feel physical, if you know, you're like, okay, this is a panic attack. I realize that this has happened before. It's like those challenging thoughts. Yeah. You're challenging your thoughts and you're realizing that not every thought that comes into your head, you have to believe it. Oh, yeah, no. Wait, did you say it out loud because I I know that when yeah. you say things yeah because when you say things out loud it becomes more realistic and it, yep. it's ingrained in your brain instead Absolutely. of just thinking things because if those thoughts are coming in and you're just thinking like I'm fine then it's you're just contradicting your thoughts and now it's just all absolutely you have to nothing. say them out loud like I would take deep breaths and be like okay you're okay you're okay I was just yeah. sitting in my car it's like you're okay you felt this before this is a panic attack but you're gonna get through it you're gonna surf the wave and you're gonna get through it out of interest what were the symptoms you experienced before you had that panic attack yeah that's a really good question um all of my symptoms were very physical and I think that was the reason why I kind of went to the doctors and was had a bit of a freak out so things like very dizzy which I think is a little bit mm. strange to hear that and that's probably why I didn't realize it was a panic attack but the main one was very very dizzy I wow. felt very lightheaded very dizzy like I was going to pass out um shortness of breath like I felt like I couldn't breathe which I think is a pretty common one mm. um very much like a tight throat like a tightness in my throat mm. shaky hands um yeah, those are probably the main ones. What about your chest? Because oh, I know, chest pain. Yeah. yeah, does it feel like someone's pressing down? Because I remember the last panic attack I had. Well, the last panic attack I had what was it last year? I've had one this year, I think. Mm. And I remember it was like someone was like standing on my chest. Yeah, it's like that heavy, almost like I had like very like sharp pains into my chest, in my chest, but also that kind of pressing, like yeah. It, and was that the panic attack which took you to the hospital? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I think because it it can be quite confusing because you think it's like a, these are physical symptoms. Maybe there's something physically wrong with me. Mm, but oh, exactly. But actually, when it, it even though it's like a mental struggle, it still manifests in your body quite physically, and that can be quite a scary experience. Exactly. Well, what do they do at the hospital? Because they would um, get patients with that are having panic attacks all the time. Yeah. I feel so they'd know exactly what to ask you. But well, they did like very normal tests. Like they, I, think, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like an e- ECG or something where they yeah. check for your like if you're having a heart attack because I was like listen I'm, I'm having a heart attack I don't want you to tell me I'm having a panic attack it's not a panic attack I'm dying I'm <laughs> actually dying right now I'm gonna need you to take me seriously you don't know what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> no literally it was that um did a blood test things like that very normal tests and then mm. afterwards they were like listen Jules you're having a panic attack and I think it was just anxiety and I was like <laughs> You're joking. I didn't come all this way. I didn't, come, to- <laughs> I didn't come all this way for you to tell me I'm having anxiety. Oh, my goodness. So those severe panic attacks, how often have they happened? Uh, every, I don't know, let's say six months or a year, how often do they happen to you? So I think in the last 12 months, I've had four panic attacks, mm. uh, which isn't very often, but I think mm. because they they actually happened quite close together mm. in that sp- space of time, which was like right as I was about to get go into therapy and I was already thinking about kind of mm. therapy and things like that but because of that it all they all happened relatively in the span of six months but mm-hmm. and then maybe like another one a couple of months after that I'm really proud of you choosing to get professional help because there's so much shame around there is shame it's people talking about therapy I love it, it my is the best oh seeing my psychologist or my pediatrician yeah once a month every two months it is the best because I just go in there and we have a chat and we talk about life it's it's great 
It is the best venting session ever. It is, ever. exactly. And you feel so good afterwards. Exactly. And that's what this show is about tonight. It's about, Absolutely. we're talking about, we're going to get into Tourette's yep. later on. We're talking about anxiety now, therapy. We want a society that admits that everyone goes through this because everyone does. A lot of people mm. at some point in their life have a panic attack and they sometimes don't even know what's happening. And it can often be a warning. It can It's your body telling you you're undergoing too much pressure or too much stress in your life. Exactly. And look, we aren't doctors. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> but if what we're talking about is concerning to any of you or, you know, because you go through it or, you know, someone else who's possibly going through this, then you can just make an appointment with your GP. Or if you're a student, uh, then you can talk to a counsellor at your school or uni because there are counsellors at every, every school, university, college. Absolutely. Yeah, and you're not alone. You are definitely look, not alone. We are two very great examples that you are <laughs> not alone. Absolutely. Look well, at us. We're, we're fine. We turned out fine. <laughs> <laughs> we turned out fantastic, don't you mean? Exactly. <laughs> well, let's go on to our on next that note, song. Let's do it. Let's move on. This is What Would You Do by Tate McRae. You think you're such a cool kid, and everybody likes you. Now you think I'm stupid. Say you know more than I do. But what you'll never understand Is I used to be such a fan But now you're such a cool kid It's like I don't even know you I wanted to share this 
sad but feel good story with you because I know you'll love it. Okay. And I want to spread. I want to spread this story. So, Vary, he's a barista Mm -hmm. at a cafe in southwest Sydney. It's called Nari Cafe. Uh Uh-huh. Nari. Praying I pronounce that right. (laughs) (laughs) So, he's 33 years old and he has Tourette's Syndrome, which is a neurological disorder that causes involuntary movements. And that's, they're called tics. Tics, right. Got it. And so, here's what happened. Two customers abruptly cancelled their coffee order and walked out of the cafe because the barista was barking, which is his tick. Really? Yeah. So they didn't even order anything. They, they didn't just, even have they a just drink order. It. Yep. Later, they left a one-star review on Google and said, unfortunately, the front of house team member has a, had a physical condition. It causes oh him to God. bark. Unfortunately, it then got much worse and much louder and more consistent. We couldn't even have a conversation. <laughs> we very reluctantly had to cancel a coffee order and leave. Okay, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Karen. Sorry you had to cancel a coffee order. Like, you how, made the decision. How rude. It is so rude. It's so, like, inconsiderate. I know. Like, like you can't help it. Hello. Exactly. Well, the, the barista's been there for eight years, and the way he responded was so sweet. What did he say? Well, he said, we're just here to make a living and put a smile on everyone's face. That's a quote. And according to SBS News, he was not upset over the comment, but how the negative review could impact the business. Oh, Worst shame, man. Guy. That is so sweet. I, I would know. not have reacted the same way. Oh, yeah, no, I wouldn't have. But then obviously for, like, the news, I would have said probably the same thing. So. Yeah, wow. That's <laughs> really it, sweet of him to say that, though. I know, right? Definitely. Well, what's really nice is the owner of the cafe took to Instagram and posted the review and wrote in the caption, he advocated for Tourette's. He educated yep. people on the disorder. Awesome. and And tall and introduced very to the world mm-hmm. and the importance of inclusion and he said everyone should have a chance to work absolutely exactly and look he's posted some more on some more posts um about very and Tourette's and also thanking the public for the support because oh boy did they support the brista there was really? i scrolled through all the comments what did they say it was all like, I go to that cafe all the time and he's such a lovely man. He makes like the best coffee. Aww. And it was like, how how could you walk into a cafe, walk out and just not have anything and just... I, it made me so, so... I got, I got so riled up. Yeah. Well, honestly, as you should because... Yeah, reading same. that article was like, oh my gosh. It's kind of heartbreaking. It's like, why would you be so inconsiderate, exactly. you know? But then the support from the public was just yeah. that... That just, Happy ending. They went the story. exactly. They, they went on top. So, yeah, that's a nice story. I wanted to share that. I love that story. I know it was really sad, but I like the ending, and I'm glad yeah. you got a lot of support from it. Exactly, and they're still growing strong. So check out that cafe, Southwest Sydney Neri Cafe. Cute. Well, up next we've got an awesome song. This is Mars by Youngblood. She was only seventeen. Had a saddest pair of eyes that you ever seen. What them lips in a cold, it was matching green. But she can't be herself when she's somebody else in her money. She would take her mother's wedding ring. But school got pretty tough when they see it gleam. So she hid herself under the mezzanine. Reenacting scenes. Yeah, she dreamed she'd go to California That everyone would adore her And all her mates will call her Till far in the morning Is there any life on Mars? Is there any life on Mars? Is there any life on Mars? 
So going off that story, you actually have Tourette's, Alex. Mm. So I've actually been seeing a lot of funny videos on TikTok about people explaining their funniest tics and things like that. Do you have any funny stories you would like to share <laughs> for, the, for the listeners, please? Well, I do. Ha- oh my gosh, I did have a really funny tic when I was in primary school. I was lucky enough to just not be as bad. I was, I was, it was not good when I was younger. And then from all the therapy and all the help, um, I am who I am today. You, you, you said to me in the car over you, uh, that you you would have had no idea that yeah, I had Tourette's. Absolutely, we've known each other for how many? Like three years three now. Years. And if you had not told me, I would not have known. <sighs> I would have just been like, oh, that's just part that. of who she is. Thank you. I yeah, that's. I'm so grateful for that. But um, <laughs> taking it back to when it was a bit crazy, um, and I remember when I was in primary school. I think it was in year five, and I'd made it onto the. A grade nipple team, and the <laughs> and it was it was Friday night, Willoughby Courts, and the ball was up the other end, and I would take that opportunity to cartwheel everywhere because <laughs> that was a team. <laughs> My tick was cartwheeling, and Miss Baker would get so annoyed <laughs> that um that I would cartwheel in the middle of the game, so I would have to wait till the ball was up the other end <laughs> till I could let it out. I just imagine you like cartwheeling down the court. So I was like, Alex, catch the ball. And you're like, nope. Wait, let me. I know. I know. It just, everyone was staring, but I didn't care. It just just felt good to just let it out and release it. I mean, no, I have a pretty strong upper body, so that that helps. But, (laughs) and there was always, there was the the touch the ground, touch the ceiling. If I touched the ground, I had to touch the ceiling. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never heard of that one. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's, um, 
interesting one. But I am so, so lucky and so grateful to be at this stage in my life because the um, the beautiful barista, uh, Vary, 33 years old, and um, he has a barking tick, uh, which is coprolalia. So that's where you can't help the verbal right, things you say yeah. where swearing is. And yeah. I'm just so grateful that I don't have that. That must or be really e- hard. Oh, yeah. I, having And then the other one's ecolalia. So that's where you copy everything the other person says. Oh, really? I've never heard of that. Oh, really? I've never heard of that. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine oh me on radio. But I, no, that's why um, yeah, I just have just um, motor tics. That's right. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why we are dispelling the stigma around Tourette syndrome because you can hear me. You don't hear any banging in the background. You don't Absolutely. hear any, you know, I'm so it's, I'm just, I don't, I'm not going to say normal because that doesn't exist. I don't like it, but I'm just yeah. like any other person. Absolutely. And what we've learned from the stories, if you see Alex cartwheeling down the street, <laughs> mind your business. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you are amazing. Um, have there been any funny things in your life? Like funny things that you did, to, whether it was to cope with your anxiety, whether it was your anxiety made you do this or wouldn't made you do that. Like you just couldn't go outside unless you did this. Like I actually just thought of something when you said something that you helped cope with your anxiety. Everyone mm-hmm. kind of gets a little bit freaked out by this, but... I, a way to cope with anxiety, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, is music. You listen to music, you put in your headphones, whatever. Mm. And usually, you know, someone listens to the meditation music and they're calming lo-fi, you know, hip-hop beats or they're calming. I listen to like raging pop rock music. <laughs> pop rock music. <laughs> like, I'm not even making this up. I listen to like the raging, like lots of drums, lots of bass, and that calms my anxiety. And really? I sound like a psycho, but I, it, it's true and it calms me down. And that's that's something that I've figured out that helps my anxiety it calms me down because it's kind of like it's almost as it's like overstimulating my brain so much with the, all the music and all the noise well that, that makes sense <laughs> because all the songs for today's show were chosen by you're like wow that makes Jules. sense <laughs> <laughs> wow that would just wire me that would just stress me you are such an interesting person well thank you Jules I want to say I love having you on board as my co-host and we I, I can't wait for all the next I'm excited. Number of shows that we do. Um, so we're going to wrap up. Thank awesome. you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And we hope you've learned something, that you take something away. You are listening to Breaking Waves here on Eastside FM with your hosts, Alex Healy. And Jules Wilson. And if you have taken anything away, send us a DM yep. or um, song requests to our Instagram account. That's breaking.waves.eastsidefm. And join us same time next week, 6 to 6.30, for more Breaking Waves. Bye for now. You're listening to People Powered Radio, proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The Community Broadcasting Foundation resources community-owned and operated media stations just like this one that connect people and tell vital local stories so that we all enjoy a more vibrant, inclusive Australian culture and healthy democracy. Find out more about our work at cbf.com.au.